You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. Welcome to this week's edition of SideQuest Activated with your host, Reginaldo. And Davey. How do, Mr. Dave? Hi. Guess what? What? It's mini SNES release week. Yes. Well, it was. But again, unfortunately, we're a little bit late to the party with yeah, this one because so. I've been too busy playing with my little tiny one. <laughs> yeah. SNES, I mean. Yes, of course. Oh, my God. Literally, your mind, Mr. Dave, Absolute is filth. in the gutter, <laughs> which is where the SNES mini belongs. No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But I was so tempted to get one of these little SNES minis. Yeah. Right? Because I adore my SNES. After last week's podcast, where we basically just rammed the, the Sega Genesis yeah. or the Mega Drive into the ground, and we're like, the SNES is the way forward. It is, because the next episode is a SNES special. Of course. That's what this is. We want to talk about all things SNES-related. I mean, like, just off, off the top of my head, like, games-wise... The catalogue for it was just insane. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of releases that actually came out for it was just stupendous. The actual like some of the classics that people still worship to this day all came out on the snares. So the really big titles that obviously we're going to be talking about as we go along. But even down to just like the simple things. Like I, I always loved the design. It was of, beautiful. Of the SNES. It? Just, it was the Jet button that, that I yeah. adored. Because there's, there's two versions, isn't there? I know, um, the Super Famicom. Well, there's three then, actually. Because the Famicom... Hang on, was that a Nintendo? That was the original Nintendo, wasn't it? The Famicom. That's why the Super Famicom, which was the SNES. The, 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 there was the SNES one, yeah. And then in America, they got one which looked ugly as anything. It was grey with the purple buttons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was hideous. And I think the controllers as well may have just been like two like grey buttons and then a lighter shade of grey for the other two buttons. Did make one fly over there and just punch him in the face, whoever designed it. Because <laughs> it's it's ugly. Like we definitely we, got the we better got, we one. got the, the beautiful colourful yeah, version. With obviously the the aforementioned eject button, which I still adore to this day. Like I want everything to bring back cartridges for that. And I know like on like the, the 3DS and things, you push the cartridge in to eject it and it and it pops out and that's satisfying. I still mm. enjoy doing that. I enjoy that more than playing the games on the 3DS. I find that as well. <laughs> but the actual eject button where you'd like you could like push it in hard and then catch it in the same with the same hand as it pops out. Oh, it's just incredible. I absolutely loved it. It was one of my favourite features. It was, it was amazing. And and the and the thing about the SNES again, so you've got like the, the mode seven, like three D graphical yeah. power behind it, which is amazing. The actual the little mouse that you could play Mario Paint with. Yeah. You know, it was amazing. And the thing that it brought with it, which I thought was amazing, was every single title that they wanted to push so hard. They just put super in front to make so everything that's all they had to so do. much better. Everything's better when Literally, it's got super. Everything in front of it. is better when super is in front of <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> like, even the worst sort of games. Like I, I used to hate the putty games. Yeah. Like I just didn't see a point in, but they were so popular, and I was like, I really don't want it. But oh, super, super putty, uh, super putty squad. It was yeah. the super putty squad. It's got, it's super, got super in front of it. it must, must be amazing. Incredible. Like, Metroid is great. What's even better than Metroid? A super super Metroid, Metroid. Of course. You know, Super Mario. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Super Mario. Super Mario. Super Mario World. Yeah. It's a blast from the past. So, yeah. I know that was from the, car- the cartoon <laughs> animated show, but still, every time I think of Super Mario World, that song pops into my head. Yeah, and Super Mario Kart, which is by far one of the greatest racing games ever, which yeah. we've already gone on about yeah, anyway. I, I don't want to. Which we won't do. <laughs> but what I will do is start with a tale. This starts with a tale of young Reg. Okay. So there I was, harking back to the days of so Christmas '92. Let me stop you there. You are going to tell this, but. If somehow you can edit in some sort of like, like really sweet melody in the background over this, like as you tell it, I would love this even more. You know the one from from um, from Radio Two. It was when someone's got like the really sad yeah, story. Yeah, I want someone like that. Well, it depends if it's sad. That if it's something happy, I want like you know like loads of flutes and chirping so, birds. Do, 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 do. <laughs> there I was, Christmas in '92. My mother and father hated me and got me rollerblades instead of a snes when it got released. The end. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> so no, so again, we harken back, if you will, 
open up the curtains to the past. And um, me and my older brother, we're sitting there. Our Chris wanted a dog for Christmas. What an idiot. Right. What, what an absolute fool. I was like, I stand more of a chance asking for a Super Nintendo mm-hmm. with two games. That's all I wanted. I a wanted a Super Mario game, and I also wanted Street Fighter. I was like, it's two things that will last me forever. Yeah. To these days, those two games still would last you forever. Yeah. And I'm like, amazing. I opened up this box and I was like, that is a massive box. That is my SNES. Dead excited. Rollerblades. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I can't huh. play that. <laughs> I'm awful with my balance just walking. Yeah. And plus that means you've got to go outside where consoles aren't. And not only that, but it's fucking Christmas. So it's icy and <laughs> cold out all there. Pissing down. So I'm like, ah, oh, great. And like, are you going to go outside and, and try? And I'm like, oh, cheers, Santa. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you've been listening to me all year to see if I've been good or bad. And then you think, I've been awful because you got yeah. me roller fucking blades. Is that the moment when you stopped believing? I think it was. Because everybody has that, like, everyone remembers when they, they stop believing or when they're told and things. I actually had some friends that, like, got told in high school. They carried on believing up until high school, and then the teachers just kind of said it, expecting everyone to be aware. I ruined it for myself by asking on Christmas Eve because I didn't want to grow old and have Santa buying presents for people and then find out no one's getting presents. So yours must have been... When he gave you rollerblades, <laughs> you, you e- even bastard. worse than that. The the one time, the, the the way I found out, I think it might have actually been that Christmas or the Christmas <laughs> before it. Um, we start. We had a burglar alarm in the a burglar alarm or a burglar alarm. Burglar. Oh, that's a damn shame. alarm. <laughs> it's just an alarm. It's like burglars in the house. Woo woo burglars. Um. So a burglar alarm, yeah, um, burglar. in the house, yeah, a robber alarm. <laughs> All right, fucking <laughs> a robber alarm. <laughs> so piss off. Um, we had one of them in the house, and um, every night we get set. Um, and then for Christmas, obviously, you leave some whiskey out mm-hmm. for Santa instead of a brew, which you know we used to when we were tiny. Yeah. When my dad hit that age where he was like, you know what, just give me whiskey all the time, just yeah. non-stop whiskey. Um, just like feed it into my veins. Yes. And um, we used to leave a bottle of whiskey, not just a glass. It was like, it was the bottle of whiskey. And like, looking back now, you're thinking, Santa's a massive pisshead because that's one house out of yeah. how many million in a billion in the, yeah. in the world. If everyone leaves him a thing, drink driving on a sleigh full of rangers must be a nightmare. Are you saying you applied logic to working out if Santa wasn't real? Well, no, I'm thinking about now, this is what I was saying. <laughs> I don't like, really, like, you no. sat down and been like, that doesn't make sense. I mean, you'd have to go to hospital and get his stomach pumped. He can't be real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm claiming shenanigans right here. Um, no, I, I found out, so every night we'll set the alarm and then me dad was going, we don't set the alarm on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Because obviously Santa's when he comes down the chimney, he's going to set off the of the robber alarm. Oh, obviously, yeah. And, and we don't want that. So I was like, that's a good point. So they were drinking, obviously, because that's what all they did. Um, <laughs> they're drinking. Must have completely forgot that that was the plan of don't set, set the, the alarm. alarm. <laughs> so set the alarm. We were me and Chris were obviously fast asleep because we were like, close your eyes and Santa comes. Like, that sounds bad, but close, <laughs> close your eyes. And the sooner you close your eyes, the sooner. <laughs> The sooner they will, <laughs> the yeah, sooner Santa, Santa will appear, yeah, and like leave you your presents. Um, oh God, this is going to be awkward. And then, so we're we're fast asleep, and then all of a sudden the alarm starts kicking off, and we're like, "Oh my God, oh my God, Santa's here!" So like we cheese it down the stairs, like dead excited to find me dad half pissed, <laughs> just wearing nothing but his wife fronts. That's just fine. placing down some <laughs> presents, and he's like, "Go away!" I'm like, "Son, is just a drunk dad." But at that time, we didn't realise he was drunk, obviously, because we were like, "Yay and nay," like tiny. Um, so we just like, "Is son dad?" And then in the morning, my dad was like, "Oh no, he, he dropped them." So I was moving them around, and because obviously I didn't want him to come I down, do I love just the fact that his, his logic was like, "The alarm's going off. Best keep putting presents away." <laughs> Just amazing. Drunken dad's no got to do what drunken dad's got to do. Should, should probably like turn that alarm off and put some pants on <laughs> quickly. 
No. No. No pants. No, not. My not. dad enjoys the no pants dance. He loves it. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so he was he was doing that. That's how we found out. Because the next day, my dad was like, I'm sorry you had to find out that way. Uh, and we're like... Like, like, like walked into a bent over dad just ass on the show but our presence isn't like really with one of those hats that have got the bottles and it's just like whiskey in each just like sipping away going America it was not how we found out it was it was just the, the bit before the, that's, that's the hat an amusing way at least to find out so yeah so yeah. I found out and he, he apologised mum was like oh don't listen to me you had one too many whiskeys last night it'd be alright those kids were like one too many whiskeys do what <laughs> didn't have a clue. Like, don't don't understand. It was only when when we started drinking, we're like, oh my god, That's like, what what's going on? It makes me break into people's houses, put presents down just <laughs> in my wife runs. Um, Go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's how kiss save Christmas. Yeah, and and yeah. So <laughs> so I, I so can't I got, get that image. Don't let <laughs> it's bad because when we stop off late to see me dad's so, new car you'd be like dad do you want to take uh, Dave out in the car no I won't with the no pants dance <laughs> that's uh, so, yeah. so yeah so basically that's why I like the Super Nintendo <laughs> so when um, did you get your snacks so, obviously so, you got yeah, you got so rollerblades so I got rollerblades and then I opened did up the did you get of, the dog as well no we are Chris oh, didn't get a dog Christ. what he got was a big box Okay. And I'm like, what's inside your big box? Mm. And inside the big box was a SNES. Nice. With an extra pad, the turbo pad. Nice. Which was amazing. Um, and he got su- the Super Mario package that it come with, mm-hmm. and he also got Super Street Fighter 2 nice. and Mario Kart. So it's ba- he got what you asked so for. So he got what I got, what you I got wanted. And I got rollerblades. Roller <laughs> wow. Which, looking back now, like, it, yeah. I must have been a right dick. Yeah. Because I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I was like, what are these? No, oh, you know and, what? I'd, I'd love it if you were just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, just like launch them at the face. Like, <laughs> I dare you. But I was like, oh, always wanted a pair of rollerblades. Ofs. Lies. <laughs> and mum's like, really? And I was like, no. Yeah. All my, all my mates, like, or one that I had, <laughs> he might have rollerblades for Christmas too. <laughs> Because, like, obviously, no one else had rollerblades because... The thing is, right, when I was growing up, like, there were a few of my mates that had rollerblades, and I was like, I really want rollerblades. But then I was like... What? Did you wish for Christmas 92 to happen as well? <laughs> yeah, I was begging for, <laughs> for it. My, for my dad to come into your house. <laughs> Just over dropping off rollerblades for me. But no, like, I, I actually wanted rollerblades, and then I was like, I've got a feeling it's the kind of thing I'll, like, use a couple of times and just outgrow straight away. Like, I won't be into them. And then I got a Sidewinder instead. Do you remember that? Yeah, you did. They were the fucking shit. I remember going down Vale Road on your Sidewinder, which is like a massive hill road um, in our report that they now put speed bumps down because we used to go down playing Road Rash or... Or or Sidewinder, ragging down, dead quick and nearly killing ourselves. Everybody, like, you know, that had rollerblades then got these and I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm in, like, you know... When it, was it so started, hard to, control. I, to this day, I still can't do it. And like my mates could do it. Now, it, for people who don't know what Sidewinder is, it's kind of like a skateboard, but it's got like two foot like plates. I'm, I'm going to call it on wheels, and then a metal bar in the middle. And you alter, you basically twist your feet left and right, so the board actually snakes to to get momentum, so you can move. I couldn't do it after trying for a good like year. I had no coordination whatsoever. So what we used to do was just go downhill, sat on them, and like kind of steer them. Like we'd sit on, the, on one of the smash plates. into cars. It's yeah, it's it just brilliant. You just like try and kick each other off them and things like that. Because obviously we were kids and dickheads. <laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> well, to be fair, because not only did we do that, we also there was an Asda by us that had like a massive set of stairs. Yeah. Like proper big huge I'd, steps. I'd so, go down my bike. I go down them on my bike, but I try and like clear as many as I could first. Yeah. Or the other thing we used to do was play a game called Whoopenschnagen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just invented, which was just <laughs> which was you sit in a trolley and go down some stairs. So it was like Jackass before Jackass was Jackass. Is basically what that was. What? <laughs> I forgot about whooping snogging. But we'd, uh, we'd basically like got the sidewinders and everything. And the SNES was out like then. And I was like, oh, kind of dropped the ball here. I, I really wanted a SNES. So I kind of like 
waited and waited and missed that part. I, I didn't have the snares when it was out, mm. but I was spent like virtually every day with my friends, and they had one, so I was constantly playing it. So as I got older, I bought one, and obviously, like, quickly realised that you know the mistakes, the terrible mistakes I've mm. made. But um, yeah, just going around to like, there's just like so many little. Little things that just made it perfect. I mean, you've you've mentioned the pads, obviously, like turbo pads, like on certain consoles are just fucking awful. I mean, yes. for the Mega Drive's faults, the big arcade stick with the turbo buttons was was amazing, mm. really impressive. The the SNES turbo pads really good, and even like a lot of the other third party like peripherals for it and things like that. Yeah, some of them were fantastic. Some of them were great. Like, they were, but the the pads themselves, just having like going from like I had the Master System. Two buttons, nice and simple. Nintendo, two buttons, nice and simple. Going to the Mega Drive, add three buttons and a, and a pause button on the pad. Mm. Breathtaking. And then you go to the SNES, six buttons, not including start and select. Yeah. How your mind can handle that? It was like, what that are these, like, shoulder things? Yeah. I'm like, this is weird. And they were ju- it was a little addition that just made it perfect, and it was all curved lovely, so it fit to your hand beautifully. And as I said, we yeah. got the ones with the coloured buttons as well, so it, it really, it just stood out, and it was just a nice bit of kit, and, like, very durable as well. Oh, yeah. They like, got I mean, the right we, smashing. We, we commented on the last part, the Mega Drive uh, controllers always, like, breaking buttons, sticking yes. and things like that. I don't think I've ever had or seen someone with a broken SNES controller. And if I have, like, you know, I, I just don't remember it. Simply no, it's FIFA I, Rage. Yeah, we'll go on. We'll go with FIFA Rage. That's what it was. But uh, <laughs> the actual pads themselves are just, like, fantastic. Just, like, just something that's, it's, for me, like, it's the first thing you pick up, really, isn't it? You, you get mm. your games and things like that. you got your pad ready to start. And you think it's when, when, when you get the pad, you don't even turn on the computer, but you play with the pad. Just to get a feel for the pad. I used to do that. Yeah. I'd just like sit there and like, you know, even like if a game's loading up, I'd still be sat there. And with being a cartridge, it don't take seconds, but I'd literally just like start tapping the shoulder buttons or like pushing the face buttons and things or twiddling the D-pad round. Silly little things like that. And it was like, oh. but I don't do it with like my PlayStation and my Xbox. I put it in. That takes a bit of time to load. Yeah. Now these actually take time where you could dick around with yeah. the pad. And I just literally, I'll put like, put the pad down. I'm not asked. I mean, great pads, but. The snares one for some reason I always had that like oh that look, urge to yeah, just have God, a lot I can't of wait to get started. But it was just so much about it that I, I really enjoyed. That the the pads definitely were just like a huge And it was the cable there. length because they were longer than the yes. than the Mega Drive yeah, ones as well, which was I mean they weren't amazing. huge by any means, but it was no. a decent length. But the thing is back in the day you never had like a massive T V to like no. sit miles away from to actually see the screen. You'd no. sit quite close to your T V to play oh, you'd games have anyway. To, yeah. So, and you had little desks when you were a kid in your room and whatnot yeah. to do your homework Ish. on, or just play, just play Super Mario, yeah, Super Turrican as well. That was a great game. Oh, that was incredible. There was the and that's the thing. There's there's so many amazing games mm-hmm. on the SNES that like this would take forever if we were going yeah. to go go through them all. I mean, obviously, um, we'll, we'll mention like a few. Mention like Mario Kart, obviously, in previous podcasts. So we probably don't need to go over that. We can just safely say it's amazing. Yes, it is. Hard as balls, but amazing. Mm-hmm. Super Mario World, like, it come with, like, all of them on the one cartridge as well. Oh, like, Super Mario All-Stars, that was yeah. a... No, that yeah. was a game-changer. Yeah, so that, like, you remember, because um, when that first came out, I was like, no, that, that can't be real. It's like, when I was like, you know, no. No, 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 no. That, yeah. No, that's not a thing. And then you see it, and it's like, Mario 1, Mario 2, Lost Worlds, Mario 3, Super Mario World. No. Can't be. They're all here, and like literally having that one cartridge was the bomb. Yeah, you had was. everything you needed, and they were all like updated, like tweaked, and they looked like a bit sharper, and like you know the nicer color palettes and things. Just, just great. It was amazing. It was that that amazing. was when remakes were good. Yeah, that was like a, a big upgrade for the game. I mean, they played identical. Oh yeah, they didn't put any extra content in them, but it's just like the little tweaks here and there made it perfect. But yeah, like I say, we'll go over like you know some of the games and things like that. But there is one addition that um, I don't know if it was like a legal thing or anything, or if it was just something in Japan. But one of my mates got hold of it, and I don't know if he'd borrowed it off a friend or if he'd actually like had it himself. But he had it for fucking ages, and it was an adapter you can put on top of the console. Is it so you can play other? You put floppy disks in. Oh, right. right? So basically, you 
put floppy disks in, and it had like loads of. Think of it as like an, an old school emulator, essentially. Right. But it was all the SNES games, and they were all on floppy disks from like Japan and America and Europe and things like that. And you just pop them in, and he'd play on that. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> literally, that's just, mental. Yeah, he just literally opened it up, and that was it. And I was like, how? How is this a thing? And, and it was literally like a big block just sat on the top of the console, but in mm. the actual cartridge, like you clip it in, and away you go. It was fucking awesome. See, I had a, I had the um, the PAL to um, what, whatever the American thing is. You NTSC. Call it. Yeah, NTSC, yeah. or whatever yeah. it was. I had, I had that converter, so mm. I could play American cartridges on my thing. And that, See, and that, cool and that was well. a legal thing. That, yeah. that was actually made by Nintendo, yeah. which was awesome, because the, the American carts felt well different than the English carts. I don't know and that's what and that's what threw me. My first one was Super Super Street Fighter Two Turbo Championship Edition. Nice, because you know you just couldn't get more complicated titles to oh, go with instead of just SF Two. <laughs> but I was like, wow! But like that felt well different, and that had yeah. like different characters in than my my version that I had just normal. Because aren't the American Street Fighter ones 2. like more blocky? Because like uh, mm-hmm. the the European yeah, cartridges are curved. Are curved on the top, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they were a bit again, more blocky. We even got the better cartridges. Yeah, we did. Like America really locked out games identical and everything. The consoles were fine. They're probably brilliant, but we got the better looking stuff. Yeah, we did. It's not very often Europe gets that. <laughs> no, that's true. Really, we managed to do it with an entire console, <laughs> which is absolutely brilliant. Not on us, but yeah. So like the, the adapter thing that, I, that i'm on about like it, i don't know if it was like a third party thing or or what but it was absolutely mental and like i say you just put the floppy disk in and it would just load the game so there's like a game that me and my mate used to play all the time and it was basically some uh dude with black hair and had a massive wooden mallet and he'd literally just go around hammering things and it was a platformer dead cartoony dead stupid right but it was a japanese game and it was brilliant and we'd sit there for hours playing it and we never completed it because it got really hard towards the end but then obviously you got all the other like mad games like your r-types and things like that yeah so all of those were on there as well and literally like some from be like european games or american games or the japanese games and we just pop them in just blast through them so like he was like proper spoil in the sense of like yeah choice of games as well but then something that you just won't appreciate now compared to like the, the joys we had as a kid. And I know you've mentioned it a few times. Going down to like Blockbusters or something. Um, renting a game. Renting title. a game. Yes. Oh, that was a big risk. But I remember it very, very specifically with the SNES. Because mm-hmm. it, it would always go down like every weekend, me and my mate would go down and it'd be like, well, we've got a bit of money, so we'll go halves on a game to rent over the weekend. And then he'd either come around mine and stay at my house or I'd go around his and stay at his house. And uh, basically, we'd go down, like, just pick a random game out and look at the box art and be like, that looks cool, we'll go on that. And then take it home, batter it for the weekend, take it back. And it it was just like, it was a, a 50-50 thing. You're either going to get something that you really enjoy yeah. or a bag of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and there's always that, like, you know, one game that always like, stands out where you've, like, battered it and either loved it or hated it. And my one, there was... It was a clown, and you know I hate clowns anyway. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, it was a little cartoon clown. I was like, oh, I don't know, it doesn't look that good. And he was like, oh, it looks really, really good. I think it's a kid clown. It might be, and you run like up a level, yeah, avoiding stuff to get yeah, to a bomb both. at the end of it the was, level. It was always on um, Games Master. Yeah. That game was always on Games it, Master. I think that may have been where you seen it or something then, but it was fucking awful. I know you done was ran up a map. And jumped over stuff or avoided stuff and kicked a bomb away at the end. And it just never seemed to end. And he loved it. I fucking hated it. It was shit. And we sat there and he was like, oh, let's put this game up. Like, no. Oh, come on, let's sit. No. And then he'd like put it on and be like, well, fuck it, I'm going home. <laughs> Didn't stay that weekend. So I'd wasted like, my pocket money on a game that was a pile of shit. I remember my first one I rented out was uh, Earthworm Jim. Which, let's be honest... Is incredible. Is an amazing game. Yeah. Absolutely amazing game. And I remember getting home and being like, this is going to be insane. Like, this is going to be so yeah. much fun. It's going to be totally radical because yeah. I was a kid and that was the word. Yeah. And uh, yeah, remember placing it in didn't work. 
That's the old classic. Go to pop it out. Pop it out using Catch the ejector it. button. <laughs> give yeah. it a quick blow. Yeah. And then open up the little slot bit. <laughs> give that a quick blow. Yeah. Slap it back in. Boom. Yeah. And it started. And then all of a sudden it starts running about Queen's, Queen's, with, Queen's for a butt. Yeah. Um, it's Queen's slug for a butt, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, psycho. <laughs> and I was like, what's <laughs> going on? And stuff about cows. And I'm like, this game is going to be weird. Yeah. See, because I was. played that before I'd watched the TV show. Yeah, that's the way it should and, have happened. Yeah, so obviously, like when you when you play that, your your mind gets opened up to the world of weird. It really does. Like, yeah, you just have no idea what the hell's going on, and then eventually watch the TV shows. Like, oh, now it still doesn't make sense. Well, but... the thing is, it, it was a game before the yeah. the show. Because I remember being dead excited on Sky. There used to be a channel called CITV. Um, I think that was uh, just ITV. Oh no, no, kid, kid, it was like C- CTV or something like that because it was a Sky yeah. Channel, and every day you used to have a countdown as to when the Surfer and Jim cartoon would start. Yeah. And I remember getting so excited about this, being like, <laughs> "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" Because it wasn't Sky Digital; you couldn't record it. Yeah, like that. Well, you, you could well, use your videotape, like, but you had to like yeah. watch it. You sit there and watch it. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, this is going to be amazing!" My mum was like, oh, "I'm really happy for you. Like, this is going to be really good." And then she's out there like. What what is this? Like Earthworm Jim, he rockets through the sky. Earthworm Jim, he's such a groovy guy, and I was like, oh, this is amazing, and like loving it. Like, and it was an amazing cartoon anyway. But then running back upstairs and being like, I want to play. Oh no, rented it. Yeah, and I'm like, no. So then you buy it, but the game only took about an hour to complete, an hour and a half to complete. Didn't yeah. take long at all, but it was just so much fun, mm. and like I loved it, and like the sound as well. The sound from the snares was amazing yeah. compared to the Mega See, Drive. we kind of like brushed over this, didn't we, like in the, in the last podcast where the, the sounds on the Mega Drive sounded like really tinny and I don't know, for certain games it really worked, mm. but the majority of the games it didn't. Whereas the snares, it just had like, everything about it was just perfect. Like the, the sound quality for it was just perfect. So you got like proper nice melodies and songs so that if you needed like a softer score... You could have that, and it didn't sound all grungy and horrible. If you wanted, like you know, the the heavier effects, you could have that with the sound. It's it's a very difficult thing to explain, but if you just put like a game that was on both consoles, put one soundtrack on, put the other soundtrack on, you can tell the difference straight away yeah. which one sounds better. That's it's- it. I mean, the the thing with me, it was always like going and playing the likes of Fancy Star, yeah, on the Mega Drive, where like the battle tune and stuff like that mm. was a bit like. Oh, yeah. sound quality's not great for this. And then going on on the snares and playing like a Final Fantasy or Corona Trigger and yeah. being like, damn. Well, you can just tell. And to this day, still listening to soundtracks. Yeah. Because they're amazing. Yeah. That's, that's just the, the beauty of it. But then, like, there's certain games, like, again, on the Mega Drive, where, like, Streets of Rage, one of my favorite games for, mm. for the Mega Drive, especially. Um, had like a really really good soundtrack it fit the game perfectly and i'd like you'll be playing the game you really like listen to it and everything and like, it gets you pumped for the game but then like you put on something like star fox and the intro music to that like when you do the first mission <laughs> you're fucking pumped and you're, you want to shoot down everything just because of the music it yeah. fits perfectly and it's so so good it gets you all hyped and everything and then even down to simple things like if you die on on Star Fox, like just a little tune you get as you as you crash in things like that, and all the explosions are going off. You just like this is like an incredible leap in sound. You you don't expect it, and it just hits you. But because it hits you so hard, it sticks with you, yeah. and they still sound great to this day. Well, they do because again they're they're on the SNES Mini, yeah, the minute Star Fox One, and if you complete the first level of Star Fox One. Yeah, then unlock the never released before yeah. Star Fox Two. Yeah, which I'm like, ah. and like back in the day, apparently that would have been like the one thing that would have twisted your melon so much that you're like, what? Because it was just su- such. Even though Star Fox One was amazing for its time, like this apparently was just like a like a huge, yeah. massive like increase on it, which would have been amazing. so like now when you you play it, you're like it looks like Star Fox. Like, you know, it looks and plays just like stuff. But back in the day, you would have been like, oh, wow. Is, yeah, I mean, like, if you put the first Star Fox on now, it looks terrible. It's like, obviously, at that age where they're experimenting with the polygon graphics and things like that. And it 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 does stick out like a sore thumb. But the gameplay is still there. The sound mm-hmm. is still there. The, the fact that you can, like, go into, like, a, a first-person 
perspective of, of sorts and you get like the big like targeting things to go aim and things. Everything about it is all still there. There's still loads of enjoyment to have from it. And it really sticks with you. But it's not just Star Fox. I found that the SNES had a really bizarre ability to take something that you probably thought shouldn't go in a game, but then you put it in a game and it becomes incredible. Are you talking about Uni Rally? Yeah. That was really? Literally, is that what you're going with? What the hell? I was going to say, that up. is a game that really shouldn't actually be made. For, for, again, those who don't know, it's um, you're a unicycle and you race, and the unicycles have got different colours and different names, and the, the actual like list of, of unicycles you could pick from is fucking ridiculous. It's a, it's a big list, but they're all just a unicycle. There's nothing special or different about them. That game is so much fun, though. Yeah, doing like all these flips and like spin around, no fin landing, get like the angle just right. Think of it like trials, but like more arcadey. I yeah. think, isn't it? It's sort of like that, but without the difficulty. Like if you crash, you kind of just like bounce, slow down, and carried on racing. And you just had to beat your opponent, nice and simple. Mm-hmm. But if you'd done stunts in the air, you'd go faster when you landed. Yeah, and it was just mental. Like that shouldn't be a game. The ability to, like, you know, rag around as a unicycle should not be something. But the SNES just seems to have that ability to just take something random, throw it out there, and there you go, there's a game. Even, like, Chrono Trigger you mentioned earlier. Yeah. One of the characters in it is a frog. Why not? Yeah. What what makes it better? Like, you know, just because he's a frog, he's got a cape. What about a big sword? I'll do it, yeah. Fuck it. That sticks in my head now. Frog with a big sword and a cape. Yeah. The thing is, that's that's what... That's what the SNES started over in the West doing so well was JRPGs. Yeah. Like, whenever you think of RPGs, you'll either think of the PS1 or you'll think of the SNES. Yeah, a lot of people's like, always start off either favorites or. is usually like Final Fantasy Seven or Final Fantasy VIII. It's one of those, isn't it? But then a lot of people also adore the likes of, I know I've mentioned it there, Final Fantasy Six in America over here. I think it was number three uh, when it eventually got released. And that's the one that's on the mini. Yeah. Yeah. So things like that, like those games, again, for the story, the sound quality and everything like that, everything about it was just a perfect RPG, like a a perfect console for RPGs as well. And Mm -hmm. there was the catalogue for it. I mean, you got like Secret of Mana and things like that. Yeah. Which, again, another wonderful score for it. Like a a mental story that really like draws you in. It's just incredible, and and the SNES done that perfectly. And even down to like, I know a lot of people consider like the PS One as their favourite console and things like that. You know, everyone's got their own individual choices. There are even some wallies out there that consider the Mega Drive the better console. They're wrong, mm. but still they're entitled to their opinion. No, even though they're wrong, mm-hmm. but the the SNES had just just that perfect like balance between like the the variety of games ps1 had some really good games but nothing that truly stood out as much as the snes as i say like because something as simple as a unicycle that stuck in my head for all of these years and games that i used to play on the ps1 that i absolutely adored as a console mm-hmm. like one of the games that i used to absolutely batter I, i've completely forgotten about if someone mentioned it i go oh fuck yeah i used to play that i probably couldn't tell you anything about it but I can remember a unicycle ragging around a track. Mm-hmm. And the SNES just had that ability to do that. And I just yeah. think there was something just special about it. And that's why I'm really happy that the SNES Mini's been brought out. And there's a, a huge part of me that wants to buy it. But on the same hand, I think I'd be personally much happier just going out, buying a SNES, and getting all of the games that I like instead. Well, that's the thing, because I was... I- I was saying to, to Michael Adamwork, he, he bought one and he kept he keeps sending me photos of it next to like the Xbox One pads yeah. and it's like tiny compared to the Xbox One pad yeah. and stuff. I'm like, yeah, great. And he's like, oh, playing Donkey Kong. And I'm like, right, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go up in the loft to yeah, get the SNES out with Donkey Kong. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm going to play Final Fantasy 3. I was like, brilliant. I bought it day for his birthday the other year. I'll ask him if I can borrow it. I will play that. And he's like, oh, yeah, but Super Mario World is amazing. Awesome. All stars have got. I've got it. Like, I'm not being funny, but why limit yourself to 21 titles? Yeah. When I think we had like I've got like 50 or something upstairs, just like there to play. Right where you are. So you, I mean, like, like, I mean, that's amazing. Funny wise, it's it's pretty good. It's as unbelievable well. for what it is. It's yeah. it's amazing, and to hog about your memories and stuff. Mm. Awesome. If you got a snow, so 
yeah, you've you've got it already, and you can probably yeah. just buy extra games for it, which is going to be a lot easier. But even so, like I mean, I don't personally own a SNES anymore, um, but I would still rather go out and buy a SNES than the SNES Mini. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, like the, the concept of the SNES Mini is is perfect. I think like it's it's fantastic, and there is still, even though I'm saying like I just go out and buy a SNES. There's still a huge part of me that wants to buy the SNES Mini just yeah. for what it is. I want them just to have on my shelf. Like, yeah. they'll never plug them into these cards. You get I the originals I, out, yeah, but just they just look awesome all, just to actually yeah. have on your little shelf. And I think I'd, I'd like that, but I think because the SNES was such a, a big part of, like, my childhood and my gaming memories and, like, even down to our retro days where we'll, like, you know, pull out all the old consoles, we'll sit down, we'll just batter a load of games and just love every second of it. Mm. And like the hours of fun we've had, just two like dickheads sat in front of a telly, laughing their heads off, playing a, a daft game that isn't really that important. But that's what it does. That's what the SNES does. It makes you happy. I mean, that you just go like we joked about it before FIFA Rage. You put on an Xbox One now with FIFA, and you hear people screaming away, throwing a pad at a wall, fucking up the pads and everything, punching TVs and things. And you're mm. like, you dickheads. Yeah. This is not what gaming is. Turn that no. off. Go get yourself a SNES Mini. They need a SNES Mini. They need a SNES Mini. Go put Donkey Kong on. Get some proper rage and you'll still love it. See, I've had the Donkey Kong theme tune stuck in my head for ages. So I was, I was sitting in work like a couple of months back going, do, 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 I know, I know that, and I, Alex was like, "It's probably from one of your games." I was like, "Yeah, I get that." Like, that, I think it's obviously from a game. That, that, that's that's what it is. I'm not being rude, but yeah. I'm like, I know that's from a game. What game is that from? Like, I just genuinely can't. And Mike was looking up and smiling. He's like, "I know." I'm like, "Oh my god, what is this?" And I was like, and then I looked at my hand. I was like, "Shit, cranky, cranky in the air, the gramophone thing." That's what it's from. And I was like, "Ah, amazing." And I was like, "A Donkey Kong Country, what a game!" And like. That game was just... It's one of the best platformers of all time. Out of the first three, which is your favourite? The first is my favourite. I think of mine too, actually. Hands down. See, I love the first one. The third one I adored, but it was really difficult. The second one... Hang on, which one? No, the second one had... It's, it's all about the, Diddy. Yeah, yeah, Diddy Kong. The third one was the Trixie. one with uh, Trixie. No, it was the second one I really enjoyed. The third one I just di- I didn't like... Trixie and I just called him Fat Baby because I could never remember his fucking name. Uh, he was at the chunky. Oh, one. yeah, the little one, with the blue shirt. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I couldn't remember his name, so he was just Fat Baby. Let's call him Donk. The, yeah, right, Donk. So basically, Trixie and Donk, like I couldn't get into as much as characters. I didn't enjoy them as much. Is it Trixie? Is it Trixie or Dixie? Should, um, Is it Dick Dixie. Dixie. Dixie makes rings. Trixie, that, rings a massive bell. I don't know. I, I don't think Trixie's anyone. <laughs> I didn't just see me head because you said Trixie. But yeah, but either way, that, that one I, I, just shows that I couldn't get into the characters as much. But the game itself was still fucking brilliant, even not liking the characters for it. The hours of fun. Dixie Conk. Is it Dixie? Yeah. Dixie Conk. And that stupid fucking baby. Is he called Donk? Uh, <laughs> I'm having a quick look now to see if it is stupid Donk. Stupid fat baby. Don't Google that. <laughs> But I did yeah. it. I did it the the other day. I, I googled something accidentally in work the other day that I shouldn't have done, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, sorry, I've accidentally googled." Like it was, so, I typed in the wrong thing. I think I was trying to type in prawn, and I accidentally typed in porn <laughs> yeah, in my yeah, head. That's, that's, that's what um, happened. And I was like, "Oh god!" So, and then yeah. I, I went into the search bar and accidentally typed in big floppy dicks, Kitty Kong. Oh, god. What are these even stupid? Right, but. The but original yes. Donkey Kong Country. It came with a CD. Yeah. Again, amazing. Primal Screen, Get Your Rocks Off. Nice. It was just, like, amazing. <laughs> um, and that song always reminds me of Donkey Kong Country. Because I remember I had to wait to play it because our Chris wanted to play his FIFA, the first FIFA, instead of playing Donkey Kong yeah. first. I'd be like, well, it's his console. You've got to let him have first well, go. It's and like console. That is rollerblading. Uh, right, okay, great. So I'll sit there, play FIFA soccer ball, because I'm not asked about FIFA soccer. But that was when it was fun, when it was top down, you could run yeah. away from the ref so you didn't get your card. Mm. And it was just, it was entertaining. But then as soon as that was over, I was like, get out the fucking way, slam. <laughs> like, in goes Donkey Kong, <laughs> start playing. And literally, world by world, 
that game got better and better yeah. and better. Their minecart levels are amazingly good fun. I know you yeah. hate them, but I they're, they're notoriously them. difficult. But they are even though it's one of those. I don't hate them in the sense of like I I dislike the levels. It's not like an underwater level. But see, this is what I was going to get to, right? Underwater levels in games, I hate. They always make me feel un- like uncomfortable. Echo the Dolphin, the prime example, fucking hate that because of that yeah. fucking big octopus. But the underwater levels in Donkey Kong, because the music is so beautiful soothing, and yeah. soothing everything, it's just great. Like To the point where the other week I sat there and the music was like playing over him, yeah, kind of like yourself. I set it as my alarm tone to wake up in the morning Oh, it's nice. so relaxing. So, like, literally, it just starts off and I open my eyes with a massive smile on my face. Loads of memories come flooding back. But, like, and then you're like, can't come into work today. Yeah. Sorry. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. And what, Dave? Do, do, do. <laughs> but, like, the, the water levels, because of the music and how relaxing it was, and obviously as well because of the game just being so much fun, I actually adored those levels. I... I Really got excited to get onto those levels. Mm-hmm. Been playing as on guard, the swordfish. Yeah, oh, see, even like the animals and things in, in Donkey Kong was brilliant. But yeah, just like again, it just shows like the SNES just had a knack for just doing things correct, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's what the the whole console was about. Just fi- those little fine tweaks here and there that just like just made everything really good. That's it. Literally, it was. And still to this, this day is one of the pinnacles of gaming generations. Yeah. Like the SNES was just unbelievable. Like we said, so not only did it do like an amazing thing with like with, with the MIDI system for the sounds, like phenomenal mm. the use of sounds. The Mode 7 graphics, the way they tried to bring it across, yeah. absolutely phenomenal with that. The multi-tap. Brilliant. Amazing. So yeah. we can have four players, Super Bomberman. Mm. Amazing. Made games even better because they put Super in front of it. Yeah. You know, amazing. Yeah. Mega Drive tried it a couple of times with mega stuff, but never worked out that well. Um, the, you had just like an amazing back catalogue to this day uh, that you will always go back and pl- pick up and play. And it, because it just, it's that stage where it's retro, but not too retro. It's not 8 bit that mm. everyone seems to go back to now. The 16 bit is just so much yeah. niceness about it's, it. It was, they took a, a concept that worked and tweaked it. Yeah. To, to virtual perfection. It really was. I mean, I could still to this day sit there and play super tennis for about 12 yeah. hours. And the thing is, again, it was another game I was terrible at, but I loved playing it. It mm-hmm. was just, again, loads and loads of fun just to pick up. And just batter. No, and it was it just, super like, tennis so exciting. and super soccer were great mm. sport titles, and I would happily sit there and yes. play them for for hours on end. They were superb. So it even did like the sports games. Like, I wasn't really a massive fan of sport games at all. Mm. Um, but <laughs> so, um, so we had super tennis, super, uh, super um, soccer. Tiny Toon Adventures, Wild and Wacky Sports. Yeah, that was great. That was an amazing <laughs> sports title. It was oh, like it was the Olympics, brilliant. basically, is what it was, but yeah. for Tiny Toon. And um, all the sports events were just mental. Yeah, they were. But, but it was amazing. And that was the first game I proper found a use for the turbo pad. Yeah. If you wanted you didn't have to, to tap, 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 yeah. tap on the buttons, you could just literally just hold it. So much easier. And it was just, it was amazing doing the shot put and whatnot. It was just, it was so much fun, but I loved them and I genuinely didn't mind doing sports titles, but they were really fun. Introduced me into RPGs, like hands down. Like I started off doing Zelda. Like, and again, The Link to the Past is one of the greatest titles ever. Um, I adored that game so much that when I was like, I think I bought it, it was Power Magazine, I think, or something like that. Um, Nintendo Power, in fact, um, yeah. I think it was. And you're reading about the snares, and I was like, reading about the, the, fa- like, the Final Fantasy titles and Chrono Trigger and yeah. like Secret Manners and like the best RPGs coming towards the West and stuff. And you're like, looks like Zelda. I'll, 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 give, that I'll give that a go yeah. and I remember just being like oh my god this is so hard I'm like I don't understand I genuinely don't understand and I walk in and things are coming out and the screen's changing and then going into yeah. a fighting thing like this makes no sense but it was fun and it was yeah. really enjoyable like I don't think I ever completed any of them when I was a kid <laughs> just because when it gets to the stage where you got to proper think your tactics out and stuff yeah. I was like eight so I'm like uh, 
like they're so confusing but like going back now and playing it obviously I'll sit there and absolutely annihilate them just like yeah. so you just like get so absorbed in it but, but I adored the them like it's it's a console that like I've I've got like the, the, the top of the line in gaming consoles we've got the Xbox One we've got the, the PS4 I've recently got a PC that cost me over a grand to put together and everything so that's all sure? there and I can I can play like all these incredible games and I'd still rather just go back and pick up a game that was 20 years old. Yeah. It's a bizarre thing, isn't it? But that's just how special the console was and, and, and still is to this day. And I've, I know there's a load of people that, like, you know, obviously have a, like different opinions, as I say, with consoles. There's a lot of people out there that still cherish the console, and rightly so. And I think that's why, like, it's just nice to have that, that SNES Mini be released now. Because you've done mm. the Nintendo Mini as well, and that obviously got like a lot of love and praise because even that had some like fantastic games. But... Yeah, it did. That, but that's again. So the the original NES Mini, yeah, had like a handful of great titles and then some like like okay, let's just yeah. throw out some random ones. And you're like, Ugh. the SNES Mini. I can't name one bad game from yeah, that SNES all, Mini. Like, like top games, every single one of them. Like ah, oh, yeah, classic. Oh my god, amazing. Tell you what is amazing. The SNES perfected it, and no one will tell me otherwise. The ability to have something fly towards the screen and then yes. fade out again. So, like as an example in Turtles in Time, the turtles like <laughs> falling towards the screen, and then it'd like flip it around. And you'd see them like falling away. Yes. In Final Fantasy, they have a meteor coming towards the screen, so it like fills up the entire thing, and then it flips from the other side, and you see it like falling towards the ground and everything. The SNES perfected that shit. Yeah, it did. Definitely. And as soon as you, you see it, you're like, yeah, that's a SNES thing. If, if you have stuff coming towards the screen now, not really asks. It like comes yeah. towards and then like sails past and it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yawn. Oh, I want it filling up the entire screen with that hideous close, close up of yeah. mess and then it <laughs> fade away. That's what I want. Uh, it was amazing. Back. I loved that. And Turtles in Time again. We've talked about Turtles in Time yeah. and the Turtles games on another pod, but Again, on the SNES, they were well better than yeah, the, any of the definitely. Turtle games on the Mega Drive. I mean, Turtles games in general, like, you know, like the, the SNES one, the Turtles in Time, which is one that I know we have mentioned it before. Me and you have absolutely battered them over the years. The amount of times we've played them, completed them, just, just, just perfect. But again, the sound and the music and everything for yeah. it. And that was the era of face. of t- like side scrolling beat 'em ups. Yeah, it, like they, they disappeared around Trace after the sixteen bit era. After like the there's one or well, two that just, came out. They, they but... kind of went all like you know jumping on that three D bandwagon, didn't they? And sometimes yeah. he worked, sometimes he didn't. But they just weren't as memorable as like Final Fight mm. things like that. Like and they, they just stand out like as as really good like side scrolling beat 'em ups. Whereas I can't think of any that have come out in later years that even hold a candle to it it's like no. there's oh, God, just nothing no. and because that obviously as you say like it kind of like fizzed away it faded off I don't think they, they do that type of game anymore and if they do it's yeah there's one there. that's coming out and I can't I think it's called like uh, Riot Rage or something that we played at like a few expos now that's coming out it's like proper old school one okay. and it looks quite fun but whenever I look at it I'm like damn I just want to play Rival Turf <laughs> I'm just like there's so many like yeah. other classic 2D beatwops that like, I want to go back and play them instead. Like those high scroll beatwops are just phenomenal, and that's the thing that that's the peak. That's the peak of best 2D platformers mm-hmm. you'll ever have, yeah. best sports titles that you'll ever play, mm-hmm. the best RPGs Definitely. to go through. And just like literally, the best. It's just got the best of all. Best of mental games as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's when Nintendo were at the at the peak. Yeah, they they've never been able to replicate that. I mean, at it's all. weird because like obviously like the the Wii has, like you know I think that one was the, the like the the record hasn't it for like most units sold. Yeah, it now holds a record for. Um, like the the game that sold the most is Wii Sports. Yeah, because it came with bundled, and with it, it took over Mario, didn't it? Which was bundled yeah. with the original. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think that holds a record at the moment. Still, I'm not too sure. And I know obviously that like records wise, as I uh, you know overtaken, which is you know hats off to Nintendo that you know when they do something right, they do it fucking right. Mm. And and they, but then when they do it wrong though, they do go yeah. completely wrong. And it's a shame. Like I mean, like the the 
other end of the spectrum would be like the Virtual Boy, which had like what twenty games for it in total. Yeah, if that, I think I only ever seen two or three. I think we talked about yeah. uh, we talked about this on one of the other pods that I do because yeah. there was one that was in sale in CEX for like five hundred quid or something stupid, and you're like, wow, and it come with the Mario one. The, and, oh yeah, the yeah yeah, and you're like, yeah. wow, that's utterly ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I want one. I need it, <laughs> but no, 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 no. I shan't. I shan't. Yeah, but then, like Nintendo, that kind of weird company, where even if they do like the GameCube, not a commercial success by any means. Like you know, it's hit and miss for the games and things like that. But then, like the controller for it, for some reason, everyone went mental for it. It was perfect. Yeah. So, like even like with the Smash tournaments, they actually had to release adapters to use the uh, GameCube controllers yeah. so people could carry on using them. And I just find that mental. So, like, when they do something <laughs> right, it's yeah. right, it's perfect, and everyone adores it. But when they do something wrong, the, like, people just turn their back on it straight away. And you never get that with the SNES. It's always perfect. Yeah. Like, I always. can't I can't think of many bad titles that are out on the SNES. I know there was lots. There's, there's bound to be loads. Of there's, there was thousands I think, of games. I think, in fact, no, I've got one, haven't I? What was that, Dr. Frankenstein or Young Frankenstein or something uh, that, that we like, picked uh, up from, yeah. like, from the market for, like, like a quid? Frank, the Frankenstein monster's got, like, the big head and the shades. And he's, like, yeah. the, the pinnacle of 90s cool. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, this is shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there are that, that's some, it. That's the only one I can think of at the minute. Yeah. But you, you completely outtake that with like amazing things. Yeah. And again, it's it, it did RTSs amazingly well. So you had because um, you got the mouse and the mouse with yeah. it, you could play. You know, the likes of you had well, um, Command and Command and Conquer, um, Cannon Fodder. Yeah. You could rag around and play Cannon Fodder. Oh, there was there was a few game. RTSs that was out and about, and mm-hmm. like Megalomania and stuff. It was it was amazing, and yeah. that's what that's what did so well. And like playing Mario Paint, creating your own tune on Mario Paint and stuff yeah, was, was like fun, amazing. Actually. Educational titles with like Mario is missing. Like, yeah, I, I enjoyed that back in the day. Like, yeah. I know we played Mario in Time or something like the other the other year, and we we're like, oh, let's stick that on. And we're like, what is this? What is this shit? And like, but at the time, it would have been ace. But that's it. So poor. I know what you're saying. Just like, there's lots of things that always stand out and stick in your memory. But like I say, it's what I was saying earlier with like the PS1 games I used as an example. Like the the SNES games stick in your mind. The, yeah. the memories are constantly there, and it's not just you remember the game. You remember what you were doing whilst playing the game, who you were with whilst playing that game. Even down to little details like the levels or a little glitch you found and things like that. And you don't get that with like COD. No, you, you you just don't. It's like oh, well, like ten years from now, like you're talking about COD, it'll be like, oh yeah, I managed to get a ten prestige. Congratulations, you've achieved just as much as a thirteen-year-old that sat there doing it all fucking yeah. day and night yeah. and sits there calling your mum a fat slag. Bravo, you! But you know what I did? I jumped on. I was a fucking unicycle. <laughs> did yeah. you do that? No, I fucking did. <laughs> it's. it's you just remember all these like little fun details about them. And, and the one game that I'm genuinely surprised you haven't brought up yet because we... Is it Kirby? It's not Kirby, but you should talk be. about Kirby. <laughs> I was going about Street Racer. You know, I was going to mention that as well when you were talking about the sports titles. I thought, as soon as I mentioned Mario Kart, I thought you'd be like, Street Racer. Street Racer's a fucking bomb. So- I don't I don't understand how I could be so amazing at Mario Kart <laughs> and so horrendous at Street Racer. And this is it, and I'm the other way, aren't I? I'm, yeah. I'm incredible at a Street Racer, but rubbish at Mario Kart. But the thing is, like, again, this is another one I, I, I played with my mate, and he had both, so we'd, like, alternate between them. And so I'd say we probably played them both the same amount of time, so you'd think I'd have the skills for both. But now, Mario Kart, I have none. Street Racer, I'm incredible. I'm like I'm unstoppable at that. But I've still got it on the PS One as well. Yeah. Where you'd be driving around and the actual level turns. And it's then, so confusing. Yeah, because <laughs> it's weak. Like obviously in, in racing games, it's the actual like in it's it. I don't know if it's still like that now. Actually, I know years ago it used to be the actual map would turn, not the car. Mm. So that the animation would look like the cars turning around corners, but it's the actual track itself that you're turning essentially is is the way it works out but on the on the uh street race on on like the, the ps1 especially it was painfully obvious <laughs> it was the math that was yeah. turning and you could be playing it for hours and you'd start feeling nauseous <laughs> with it because it just wreck your head 
Well, Street Racer is a fucking bomb. I love that I was game. awful at the main game, but I love playing the sumo game. Yeah. And you had to get them out of the ring or the football game as well. That yeah. was entertaining. Oh, like, we had so, so much fun good. with them. Again, so no one we battered for hours and hours. But yeah, Kirby as well. Like, and the uh, Kirby Dream Course, especially, I think it was called. Yeah. The, the weird, like, miniature golf styled game. That was so much fun. You'd go around and you'd be able to collect the power ups, like, in the main Kirby game. And use them to either like fuck over your opponent, which you or, did quite a lot. Yeah, or you could use it to like get to the hole and things like that. But you could put spin on the on Kirby and everything. It was just brilliant. But again, that was another one we rented from Blockbuster <laughs> that we were like, well, I was at that age where I'm like, I'm curious about golf. I think I like it. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know I love Kirby. Mm. So surely this this can't be a bad thing. We were like, oh, I don't know. No, I don't think it's going to be that good. So, Come on, we'll give it a go. And I talked him into it, battered it. The amount of games we played on that. And even today, like, I, I still adore the game. Yeah, you do. Just because it's, it's so silly, so ridiculous, but so much fun. So, yeah, definitely Kirby and Street Racer, some of my favourite. And one which, well, we never played when it originally came out because we didn't get it over here. Yeah. But when we we had like a, a retro day, we were like, we're in the mood to play something that we don't possess. So we went and 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 naughtily played some games um, on an emulated device. No. Um, yes. But we played Battle Tetris, Dave. Oh. This is one of your all-time favourites. Yes. Now, obviously, Tetris, uh, I've gotten like quite good at over the years. I'm awful. Battle Tetris is essentially, it's just Tetris, but you get to pick a character... And every so often you'll get these like little pink dots in the blocks. And if you destroy them, each dot gives you a power up and you can basically collect them all to get like essentially your big ultimate attack. So it's only, you can only hold four at a time, but each dot gives you a, a more powerful move. So sometimes it can be like it'll put holes in their blocks. Other times it'll move mm. like all your tiles over to one side of the screen. So it clumps them all together, yeah. things like that. But it only came out in Japan. And me and you had it on, on like an, an emulator, and we started playing it. And it's like, oh, let's let's give it a go. And we were just like blitzing through a load of like weird games. Got to this one, and then for some reason, just spent a good like two hours on it, just playing Tetris. But the amount of fun we had with it, how fun you had? We had. Well, I had definitely. And I mean, because I, 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 I never, it. I've never won one, <laughs> never won one. <laughs> game of this and we've done this for years now yeah. and I still still point blank I get so far I'm like oh my god I'm doing alright I'm doing alright and then you'll pick up something which will <laughs> then swap our things over Yeah. so then all of a sudden I'll have like one block left at the top and then boom dead I'm like <laughs> I was doing alright but you save your stuff and I just use them straight away yeah. and this, well, this is this, this like issue I picking your moments, it's, it's so like, frustrating it's kind of like screen looking because obviously like especially on the older consoles like you just have the two um grids wouldn't yeah. you um where you'd move yours and i'd use mine and then if you knew what the abilities were you could pick the perfect opportunity to like fuck them over it's like one of them was um you'd basically use the ability and it'd stop you moving the block left and right yeah so like or just spinning see, it around. Yeah, you'd oh see the, the block coming down, like, and you'd try and move it over to a part where it was, like, obviously clear to clear some space. But you'd start off on, like, the part which you're, like, right near the top of the screen, and then I'd use it then. And he'd just basically, like, no, no! <laughs> just watch this block slowly coming down, like, I got to move it! No, oh, this is bullshit! And then you die, and then throw a temper tantrum. But again, it's just horrendous. And but the worst one you ever had was it would make my side of the screen go black, and I just had a little spotlight. Yeah, <laughs> and I had to try and like figure out what the hell I was doing with that. I was like, oh my god, it was so infuriating. But so much fun. And again, another little tweak to uh, uh, the simple premise that just made it more fun. I'd I'd love something like that now on the on these consoles, like you know, like just as a download. Mm. But I'd batter the shit out of that. Then I'd <sighs> fucking love it. I think it's incredible. You know what? Sod it. Right, we're going to have a game of Battle Tetris oh, right now. <laughs> so, you know, as, as much as I've enjoyed this, <laughs> like, I, I need to see if I can win one of these. So, yeah, hopefully you, you enjoyed a little trip down memory lane yeah. all about the SNES. Um, I know I did. I yeah. know it's got me pumping. We were going to batter some PS4-age, <laughs> but now I'm just going to go get the SNES out. Yeah. 
and we're going to do a play. <laughs> right. So thank you anyway for listening. And uh, as usual, if we missed out any of your, your favourites or anything that you think we went a little bit OTT with, mine is Dad in Pants, yeah. um, hit us up on our Facebook, Twitter pages, which is the usual, facebook.com forward slash sidequest activated, twitter.com forward slash sidequest activated. But for now, I've been Reginald. I've been Dave. Sidequest complete. <laughs> <laughs>